0: Your girl is back. I've missed you all too much. Hi, everyone. This is Jennifer. Welcome to the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I was a corporate flight attendant for six years, and I tell you the entertaining and brutal honest truth of this industry. Before we start today, please remember, if you like this podcast, please give me a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen, and also make sure when you're done to check out the show notes because I have a CFA ebook with a lot of good information, or you can also donate. Today, I will be discussing our first corporate flight attendant, BTS, behind the scenes, Bahamas Dinner Nightmare. Now, remember, guys, if you're new to this podcast, if this is the first episode you've ever listened to, and you are a newer or aspiring flight attendant, I just want to tell you that I give you entertaining, funny and informative stories that you can also learn from. So I'm not going to tell you this repetition of, oh, I went on this amazing trip, and everyone was perfect, and everything went perfectly, and I had the best trip ever, the end, it would not make for (laughs) an interesting or entertaining podcast at all. So what I do is I try to look back, and I give you my most, I would say, quirkiest, funniest, weirdest, most bizarre stories that I can find, which are true. And what I did is I dug up old trip sheets. So I went all the way back to when I started as a flight attendant in January, 2016. So I'm starting from the beginning. I'm finding that, wow, I forgot about a lot And uh, it's all coming back to me. I hope I do not get activated, but I think I'll be okay. If not, I have a good therapist in town and I'm all good. So I don't think I've talked about this Bahama dinner nightmare and the clusterfuck, yet the karmic result afterwards. And guess what, guys? I have the receipts, I have the emails, and I am going to be reading you Real emails. Obviously, I'm not going to say names, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything identifying, but these are real flight attendant, what happens behind the scenes emails. So let's go. I've talked about my first trip ever many times and how it was a cluster and how just everything was just. Not great. You know, the um, The lead flight attendant was great. Really liked her. The couple other flight attendants, they were very nice women. I like them. But as a crew together, I've said this over and over, they just weren't the best fit together. Too many big personalities. Everything was over the top from the catering to the trips uh, to everything was like an eight to 11 hour trip and they always had 19 passengers and it it was just a lot. The owner was uh, beyond a diva, uh, beyond a narcissist. So I'm just uh, telling you how it is and you can listen to episodes prior where you can hear all about this. But I want to talk about one specific incident that happened on the trip that I might have grazed over in another episode but I don't think I've ever talked about it in full detail I haven't so we're gonna we're gonna take you in a time machine right now and and zoom you (laughs) to the Bahamas And there's a fancy restaurant, I'm sure everyone has heard of it, called Nobu. It's a sushi restaurant. There's one in New York. There's one in L.A. It's, you know, all the rich and famous go there. So just to set the stage a little bit with this trip, it was myself, two flight attendants. There was the lead flight attendant, the second flight attendant, and I came on as the third, so I was a contractor. And then there were two pilots Sometimes the mechanic would fly with us. I do not remember him for this trip. He may have been there, but I don't remember him at all. So I think it was just the five of us. We had just this crazy trip in the sense that They were big partiers. I shouldn't say that. I would say one, two, two of the crew were big partiers, a flight attendant and a pilot. And they weren't the most mature people. And one of them was young. So I understand. She was around 22 years old. I would have been the same way at 22 years old. If I'm getting paid to go to the Bahamas, I would have been doing the shots and acting crazy too. She wasn't too crazy, but you know, that's the age. I, again, understand it. I would have been there. But the pilot was <laughs> more like my age, and he, I think he was older than me at the time, and he was extremely immature, very difficult personality, a huge pain in the ass, a massive narcissist, and really, I know narcissist is a word that's thrown around. This guy was, whew, he, he and the, um, the owner of the plane would have been best friends if they actually liked each other, because the narcissism was beyond (laughs) anything I've seen in quite some time. We're on, let's say, this five-day trip. We're in the Bahamas. I want to say it's somewhere in the middle of the trip, and this pilot, who is not the chief pilot, he's not really in charge. He and the other pilot were, I would say, on the same level, and they would switch on and off as captain. So the other pilot, let's just call him Bob, so Bob was captain, the absolute... Crazy pilot. Let's call him Ted. And Ted is not the captain on this trip. So Ted decides that he wants to do a fancy dinner at Nobu. No idea why. He just wants to do it. I think he was someone who just loved to spend money. I remember him showing me pictures of his apartment. And also, he was in a really good financial position because he flew in from a southern state. And then he brought home the money from New York, what he was making. So he was doing pretty well. He had a really nice condo, if that was the truth of what I was seeing. He said he hired a, a designer to come in, interior designer, and help him with the condo, and it looked really nice to me. Again, if that was the truth, I, I think it was. He was one of those people that liked to be seen in the right places. He. Wanted to be seen as more important than he was. So there you go. So anyway, he, Ted, invites two other people. I can't remember who they were. But he decides for this crew dinner to invite these two guys. And then he orders all this sake and the most expensive meals and apps. And remember, we're at Nobu in the Bahamas, so it's already expensive, but then it's even worse because we're on an island where everything has to be shipped in, so the prices are exorbitant, and he just goes crazy, and they're getting wasted, and they're doing sake shot after sake shot, and I want to say the young flight attendant was doing that too, I was not, the lead flight attendant was not, and if I remember correctly, the captain, what did I name him, Bob, Bob was not, so Two of us of the crew were going crazy and then the two other guys were going crazy. I think this guy, Ted, was just trying to impress the two other guys. But remember, we're gonna hand all this in for expenses. So just keep that in mind. I didn't drink, as I said. Ted decides to pay with the company card for not only the crew, which he should have, but also his two friends. So the bill comes to 800 US dollars. I don't think anything of it. Keep in mind it's 800 US dollars and I think on top of that, they still have to tip. I'm a new FA, first trip ever. I just really don't think anything. I'm like, okay, maybe they go out and they party once a trip and this is the big dinner and it's allowed and the owner doesn't care. I don't think it's weird. I'm just thinking, hey, maybe this is the norm. So the trip ends, and I receive an email. And here's what it says. Okay, get ready for this. Hold on. Got to go to my emails. Okay, so this email is written from Bob, who is a captain on the trip, but was not the one drinking. I had a conversation with X, the chief pilot, about our $700 dinner. Okay, sorry, it was $700. I thought it was 800. Messed up there a little bit. I think with tip, it might've been 800. I'm sure we can all agree that it was a bit excessive. My suggestion is that we all pitch in respectively. Let's not ruin and lose a good thing. Some drank more than others on one end of the scale and some left early and didn't drink or have a dessert on the other. With that being said, I am throwing in $100. Let me know what you are all putting in because it's on my expense report and I need to head it off and advise our account manager Monday. Thanks. Okay, so I had forgotten. I did read these emails, but I I don't know why I forgot this. But yeah, I don't remember if I left early. I feel like I didn't, but I didn't eat much as well. I just want to say that too. I wasn't indulging in all the expensive apps and all of that. I just had maybe sushi and some rice, and that was it. Okay, so then Ted writes back, I bet if you eliminate the drinks and dessert, you will be about normal. See what the price is after that expense that portion of your bill. Let us know. Ted writes back one more time and says, I don't think you need to do $100. If we all do like 50 bucks, I think that would be good. Bob writes back, is that fair to the people who didn't drink that much? Put in what you think is fair. So I guess no one wrote back to the email. I didn't know what to write back. I was just like, what is this? So Bob writes a last email and it says, it's funny how we have this huge bill and no one drank. Send Me checks and gives the address. (laughs) You can't make this shit up, right, guys? So, okay, so let's break this down. First of all, Ted, the pilot, is not taking responsibility. Let's be honest with this. I have a feeling he was in deep shit for other things. He did eventually get fired from the account. Probably about six months after I left that account, he got fired. So, have a feeling he wanted to cover his ass. And I really did not love how he threw it back on Bob and said, hey, um, just take out the drinks and the dessert and expense that or, or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, that's kind of bullshit. You're not taking responsibility. So then what happened, this was not in an email, but I had heard this from the lead FA one FA, the one who was drinking, the young one, refused to pay. She did drink, as I was saying, but she thought it was unfair. She said she didn't have enough money when she was paid thousands for that trip, and everyone knew it. So she just flat out refused. The lead FA didn't advise me either way. I have a feeling now 2020 hindsight, she was stunned by the situation, because I don't think it's something that happened all the time. When I went back on other trips with them, it seemed like this was an anomaly. So she just didn't advise me. It was not her job to I understand that. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I wish she would have given me just a little bit of hey, this normally doesn't happen. Do you mind just to save face just pitch in the $50 and let that one go. I would have appreciated that. But again, she wasn't someone who would get involved like that. She didn't have that personality. And also her loyalty was to them. It wasn't to me. I was a contractor. The chief pilot who was not on the trip was fucking pissed. I heard that from the background. He was not happy about that. And rightfully so. And why are you paying for two other people, right? So, what did I do? Did I pay the $50? What would you do? Think about that. I did pay the $50 because I didn't know any better. I was new. I thought it was either normal or it happens once in a while, but I also thought it was unfair too. I didn't drink, I hardly ate. The offending pilot, Ted, should have stepped up and paid the difference. If that bill normally would have been, let's say, $500, because remember, it's no boo, it's expensive, including tip $500. I don't think that chief pilot would have said anything, or maybe even $400. I think it would have been fine. So yeah, let's think about this. If there was five people in a crew, $100 per person, that makes sense. So $500. Okay, you figure it out that way. Plus you do tip. And tip is well, some people eat more, some people drink less, that type of thing. Then yeah, all right, five, 550. That would have been normal. I think what should have happened, and I really am convinced that that bill was actually he's saying 700. For some reason, I have 800 in my memory, because I think there was tip and they went into a whole side conversation about tip. So let's say it was 800 and the bill should have came to 500, Ted should have written a check to the company for 300, said, mea culpa, I invited two friends, I ordered too much, my bad, this will never happen again. And I don't think anyone would have ever brought that up again. But on the other couple of trips I went with them later, they didn't bring it up but they kind of talked around it and they were really anal at looking at the bills and all of that. So, you know, it caused a whole thing. Just pay, admit you were wrong. But again, you're dealing with a narcissistic personality who will never admit they're wrong. It's always everyone else's fault. It's never their fault. I was in a position where I was the lowest. I mean, I was the lowest of the lowest on the totem pole, right? I'm a contractor. So I'm the absolute lowest. What could I do? Also, I disagreed with the pilot who started the email chain. I don't think that should have been done in an email chain. It should have been discussed in the background between the pilots, including the chief pilot and the two other pilots and been resolved. And I really feel that the chief pilot should have made Ted pay that difference. But again, the offending pilot is a narcissist and was trying to save his ass. So there you go. The lesson for me was, this was my first trip. I didn't know what was going on. No one was advising me either way. They all knew I was being paid thousands for the trip. So I just went with my gut at the time. I paid the $50. I sent in the check, and I let it go. And I think because I did that, I got a lot of work from this account. So this never happened again. I will say this. I did work for this account for probably a year. And then after that, the lead FA, she moved on to another account and she took me to that next account. So that $50 (laughs) actually... Um, Helped me make thousands of thousands of dollars, thousands of thousands, thousands upon thousands of dollars, and also made a whole episode for this podcast. So thank you, narcissism. (laughs) It does help sometimes. Uh, The lesson for you is that it was a weird situation. Do what you think is best if you come across one of these bizarre things. And that's all you can do, guys. All you can do is say, okay, let me think about this. If you know someone in the industry and you're close to someone, you can always call them up and say, hey, can I tell you what happened and can you tell me what you think you would do or or what do you think I should do? You can email me too. Email me at freespiritpodcasts at gmail.com and I'll tell you what I think. Now, the other part of this is if they asked for anything over $50, then I would have questioned it. I think I would have gone to the lead flight attendant and said, hey, I'm fine with paying 50, but I hardly ate, I didn't drink, I didn't order a dessert, so can we talk about this? But there's a good ending to this. There's a really good ending. There is a karmic result, and I have the receipt, I have the email, so let me see here. Okay, so Ted emails us, let's say a week later, and says, good morning, I just wanna put a bug in your ear so you can protect yourself. My bank called and advised me of fraudulent (laughs) charges on my personal bank account. To date, I have been taken for almost $10,000. Charges that were pending status are populating every day since Sunday. This most likely happened in the Bahamas, So if you used an ATM or your debit card, you may want to cancel it and request a new one. Just a heads up. (laughs) I'm sorry, but you guys, that is karma coming right back around. I thought it was too funny. I remember when I read the email, I didn't think it was that funny. Now I think it's freaking hilarious. So I hope you guys learned something from this episode and remember to buy my CFA ebook, and give me five stars wherever you listen. The next episode will drop on Friday, February 23rd, 2024. And we have an interview with a new and successful FA, it's already been recorded, who is also an onboard chef, and I know you're going to love it. Until then, happy flying.